Mike took a break from this podcast right after we started because he didn't think like he was good or he didn't like the sound of his voice, which is ridiculous because he's got the most pleasant, pleasing tone and he's freaking hilarious. So I was making him feel better. I didn't know if we were recording, so I didn't mean it because I thought we were recording, but I'll pretend like I mean it now. But I'll be like, you know, sometimes, uh, Mike, my precious guy. Nobody likes hearing their own voice, though, right? Oh, uh, no, I hate mine. I hate my speaking voice. Really? I've gotten used to my, my singing voice. I think this is weird. You've got a really cool, you've got, you've got that rocker, you know, like, like I blow out my voice a little bit. That's like, so weird because, like, I don't, on. and then that's the thing I don't mean to because I did opera for so long. Um, <laughs> I just can't control how fucking loud I am sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, to do this is very difficult. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no blowout. But uh, do I do like whoa boat? No, no. Oh, like, good. If that's ten, you're at like a four. Oh, okay. So that so yeah. I have a smattering of of a, You've got of a little rocker. Bit of, you got a little bit of rocker going on. Huh. Well, you that is odd because I really don't identify as a rocker by any means unless I'm on stage for the job. That's amazing that it's carried over. Yeah. And you, you've got a little bit of like a, I don't know where it comes from, but you've got a little bit of that California accent that just sounds a little, little tiny bit surfer. Well, my, uh, I grew up there and my dad <laughs> was born and raised there and was a California surfer huh. like until we moved to Washington in 92. Yeah. And then I moved back down to California in 2002. So, okay. So I so guess you... eight years, 2002, 18, like 26 years of my life have been, or 28 years of my life have been in California. So that makes sense. And then you have a California accent. And then every time, every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll adopt a slightly Southern twang uh-huh. from my, uh, cause in 10 years in Washington, I lived with my Oklahoma grandparents. Uh, they, they have a very thick Oklahoma accent, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, so it's every now and then I'll start doing a little something like that. And it just, <laughs> I don't mean to. Uh, I have what's called, I don't know what the uh, specific term is, but you know people like this who adopt the accent. Oh, yeah, that's me for sure. Uh, of the place that they're in. Yeah. Like, I, I uh, it happens. It happens yep. quick for me, which is good as a voiceover guy because, like, I, you know, to learn an accent. Oh, totally. Like, I was watching Jim Jeffries the other night and I was working uh-huh. on my Australian because Australian's one of the hardest ones to get. Like, I don't know how you do yours, but mine fucking sucks. Oh, no, I know. It's not really that good of an accent, but. Your accent yeah, sounded great. It goes in and out, and yeah. I can't really control it. No, because it's all in the back of the throat. Yeah. Now, you know, it's, I, I, that's the thing. It's the going in and out, which yeah. I normally love going in and out sex. Uh, <laughs> that was me. Hey, you know what's really funny? Mm. is uh, You know when you get like a bunch of bros together? Like a yeah. bunch of dudes? Like dudes, dudes? Like bro bros? Yeah, like man's no, man? No. Uh, and they, they just all start talking like they're in a rock band, you know, like, like, you know, you gather around a motorcycle and you're like, Hey man, I really like those tires. You got like, those big fat tires and what kind of engines in there? Like oh, eight bangers. Yes. It's, it's, it's a, it's not a, it's mob mentality is what it is. It's just not in a, in a, a totally atrocious way. It's just slightly pathetic. So if someone shows up and they've got, you know, a little bit more of a softer voice, but then some guy shows up and he's like, Hey guys, how you doing bro? And the other one's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like they both yeah. just. You just go to the you 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 find the level of the broest bro. Yeah, and now I like the groups where where like somebody like myself who accidentally I did not know this, but I'm very outgoing. But if I'm in a group of softer voiced people, I try to soften to them, and mm. it creates a really weird dynamic because they expect huh. like after the show, whenever I'm saying thank you to people, uh, if it's not crazy loud, I try to be like, oh, thank you so much. Mm. Uh, very. <laughs> this is a pleasure, um, and I'm still in my garb and I'm sweaty. Like oh, my, right. my hair was like down like thing. And I'll be like, oh, well, you know, I would take a cold beer or a similar facsimile thereof. But uh, honestly, how are you guys? Because the entertainment is everything. You know, I'm just a clown. Wise enough to play the fool. Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I, I told you about Wasteland before. Oh, like yeah. almost all Wastelanders kind of look, you know, big and scary. 
a, a lot of people go for the bad guy vibe. And then you talk to them and they're like total nerds and like, yeah, I made this out of leather. And, uh, yeah. and I, I made this myself out of some goggles I got on Amazon, but I really modified them a whole bunch. And it's, it's hilarious because these guys look like, you know, movie bad guys, but then you're just a bunch of nerds and sweethearts and big cuddle buddies. That's why I like... The, <laughs> I just said cuddle buddies. It's, but it's true. The freak culture is some of the sweetest people. It's so true. And, you know, having to live in the real world a little longer than I'd like to and, and being in a place where I couldn't... You know, I was a velvet frock vampire goth. And I would be that way to the day, to this day, except for it's too expensive to dry clean and I live in fucking L.A. And it's too hot. If vampires can't feel, why is it so important that their clothes are soft? Oh, dude, other people are going to be touching you. You ever wear a shirt and notice like people like touch your shirt? Uh-huh. Because it looks like, oh my God, that looks so soft. Yeah. So since, so since their skin is dead and probably dry? Well, it depends on your vampire archetype because vampires can't eat or, or things like that, but they, right. they get aroused by blood and sensuality and touch. So Yeah, but they're not getting like enough fish oil to keep their skin moist. They're, they have preternatural power. You're trying to science vampires, and, and I'm getting... Let me get Nick on this thing so he can oh, yeah, save your ass. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, my God. What should I talk about while you're bringing Nick on? See, a smart man would just pause and edit this, but since you don't want to fucking edit ever, the laziest fucking podcaster... Look, go ahead. Warm the crowd up. Uh, You've already failed. No, I can't. I can't. Now I'm on the spot. I can't do this. All right, hold on. I had something else I wanted to talk about in there. Well, we were, we were talking about like the bros and the manly, right? Manly thing and how yeah. like mob mentality. How that was my words, but like how they, you know, kind of gravitate. I I admit that if I'm in a really machismo environment and it's something I have a brief knowledge of, like excited, like no, that's not true. Uh, like my friend is an avid gun collector. Not like in a, uh, he's a little crazy, but like I'll go over to his house and. We would clean the guns and take apart the guns, and we'd oh, yeah? be watching Top Gear, this British motoring show, while doing mm-hmm. it and eating cereal. The very it, bro. And it was, but it was, it was, but it wasn't because we're fucking nerds. Like <laughs> we just know what we're doing with the gun, but it was like very weird. Like huh. you know, too long hairs. Like mm-hmm. although honestly, taking a picture of that in my head, it seems like we're about to go and do some Columbine ass shit. Yeah, like, no kidding. Like whatever that. What is it? White male anger. Is that a thing now? It's definitely a thing. Well, I certainly, as the whitest man I know, uh, am angry, but I don't think mine is the same. Res- it's not resulted from the same issues as everybody else's right. that I'm hearing because I've. Yeah. I don't identify like the Joker didn't piss me off or whatever they were trying to do. The Joker was a like these articles like this is a pure example of like inspiring people to like white man oh, rage. Oh right. Like, ah, I can see a lot of things inspiring white male rage that is, are dumb, but the Joker. Like he's actually insane. That's the whole thing with the yeah. Joker. Yeah, and the, the new version of it, it's like uh, this isn't like so he was already nuts. Society was just there. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. This, this is the ignorance that pisses me off. Like we can pinpoint many things. That huh. fucking one second. I'm still gotta get Nick. See, I keep forgetting Nick. Um, we can pinpoint many things that that could be attributed to like that problem and all these stigmas and stuff like that. But when some ignorant ass fuck says that about every little thing, especially one where I'm like, you're fucking wrong. You're on my shit list. You're just, you're just making it worse for everybody else because now every time I hear a sensible argument, my first Im- impulse on whatever side, whatever side you're on, is to attack you huh. with my, generally speaking, superior intellect. <laughs> and, and that's not right. Why do you make me do this? I don't, 
I don't know how we got this far. I'm sorry. You're right. I got angry. You know what? I'm going to pause the podcast. We're going to get Nick. See, that was such a better idea. Now look what you made me do. Pause this so I can... <laughs> I'm going to pause. I'm going to hit pause right now. Pause. Oh, you motherfucker. So uh, it's one of the unwritten rules in movies that if you are a... If you're an actor and there's like an A-list actor on set, basically... If, if they start overacting, you're supposed to overact with them. If they act really dry, you act dry with them. And the whole idea is, you know, what, pay, what, what level of, of um, drama do you add to a scene? Well, whoever's the highest paid person in that scene, you act at their level. <laughs> Which I think is kind of funny. It's like, you know, just like, you know, the, the bros bro. Like, whoever's the most bro, everyone bros to their level. Uh but yeah, it totally happens on Hollywood sets. Yeah, I can see that. Except instead of bro, it's more like acting. Yeah, but see, there that's one of the things I think that separates really, really good. Hold on, I'm paused. Are you? Unpause. You're being saucy. <laughs> uh, he's opened up his, his Rattler, so now uh, Janine's got a couple now. This office party's about to get weird. Um, I think the best scenes are where Unless it's planned or comedy where everybody's like marching at the same, like, ah, and then you go, ah. But really good stuff is where somebody is blasting off on all cylinders and another person is just maintaining quiet, cool. And, there's, and I love that stuff, especially in, in comedy, drama, like any really good situation. There's only a few examples of everybody at 10 that's mm-hmm. not cheese as fuck. And yeah. it's always sunny in Philadelphia is one where it's like, yes, it's a room full of people yelling, and I normally wouldn't like that. Right. This is great. Um, I'm, uh, I love Trailer Park Boys. I didn't for a long time because it was a bunch of people yelling all the time, mm-hmm. but I got into it and I got into rhythm. But for the most part, you should do a little, a little bit of, uh, you know, like Mike is a prime example. He's not blasting off at all cylinders because I'm usually yelling about something. That's true. Yeah. I can't control it. I'm Laurel to your Hardy or the other way around? I don't. I'm Abbott to your Costello. Yes, so who's the? I guess you'd be like Chris. Or you'd be David Spade to my Chris Farley. That's. <laughs> Damn it! Do I have to be David Spade? What's wrong with David Spade? He's uh, hilarious and sarcastic, and you're a little smartass today. You're very David Spade. I, oh being man, I don't like where this is going. Stop being smartass. I'll give you something better. Can I be? Oh, that's, that's you can be she... Nora Dunn to my Lauren Michaels. I don't even know what that means. She was a, a really talented Saturday Night Live person. That's oh, kind yeah, of yeah. That uh, sounds good. But she's not known as much anymore because she was from the 90s. And I'm the creator of Saturday Night Live. And I was basically doing a power play. <laughs> but since you didn't know who Nora Dunn was, like I was I was banking on not many people knowing or having it be vague. I, but you wanted I, me to get it? I, I overshot. Damn. So I guess I'm not Lauren Michaels. You are wicked smart. We're at a... Where's we're Nick? At, <laughs> we're, we're, he's fucking pissing me off. We're I, halfway I through this episode spot. and he's still not logged oh. on. Where are you, asshole? Should we start it's, over? <laughs> I think you should save this for posterity. <laughs> we'll put this up as a sub episode. This was us waiting for Nick. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did. I did dilly dally a lot. Yeah. Because if you'd say something that I found interesting or annoying, and that's true. And so that this is only eighty percent his fault. Only eighty percent Nick's fault. Yeah. Usually it's a hundred percent. Like it's certainly not mine, and it's nineteen percent your fault. So you take one percent. I. I a lot of one percenters, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning into this ridiculously terrible. I think this is our episode. best one. 
<laughs> we talked about nothing. Yeah, and it was it was disruptive. Um, yeah, poor rhythm, poor execution. There was uh, totally. good points were so matched by inarticulate uh, uh-huh. nonsense that most people won't even find it a teachable moment. Yeah, I'm stoked. You know what? Let's let's do shots and record our actual episode. See you later, assholes. <laughs> Guys, thanks for tuning into this episode. Uh, subscribe to us if you want to. Uh, I, I promise, don't care. I promise our real episode. If this is the first episode you're hearing, <laughs> I, I promise our other ones are much better. Uh, that's like literally the, the guy like doing a fake <laughs> masturbation and throwing jit in your face. That's what this episode is. <laughs> Enjoy the taste. We're going to have Nick back if he ever logs on to our Zoom call here. And... Uh, We'll get going then. And we'll talk about something. I will drink every 13 seconds that he doesn't come here <laughs> on the online okay. on Zoom. So we're going to go get Kalen trashed, and we'll, we're going to do the next show. Five, four, three, goodbye, two, drink time. <laughs>